Welcome to Answer the Call Missionary with Marcy Fenn, equipping, coaching, and restoring missionaries to answer God's call. We're continuing with the series, Missionary Orientation, What I Wish I Would Have Known. But today we're going over missionary answers. So I asked a bunch of different missionaries online what their answer would be for what do you wish you would have known before moving to the mission field? If you're a new missionary, ask the same questions to many different missionaries because they're all going to see things differently. Then decide what response will be true for you. So hands down to the question, what do you wish you would have known? Missionaries wish they knew the language or went to school or went to school more, so for longer. So we spent two podcasts on language. So yes, yes, and yes, it is confirmed. Uh, Missionaries wish they knew more of the language. Another answer to what I wish I would have known is missionaries wish they knew how long it takes to get things done or accomplished and the difference in the pace of life. This cracks me up because when we first came to Honduras, another missionary told us it was going to take all day just to complete one errand, like going to the bank or the grocery store or immigration. Now, he told me, and I thought, there's no way. I mean, I'm sure I can get it done sooner. So even though I knew, I didn't believe it until I actually saw it or I actually went through it. So I did make my goal to see how many things I could get done in a day, but it is true. You might have to designate a day just for errands. Missionaries wish they would have known about witchcraft, voodoo, what was still practiced in remote areas, the cultural effects of that, and how the different generations view all of that. And they wish they would have known about spiritual warfare. So it is real, uh, folks. So know the Word of God. We'll probably have a podcast on spiritual warfare or about some of those things, but just know going in If there's anything you can learn or verses you can know before going in, that would be good advice. Another thing missionaries wish they knew was how many days are considered holidays and what places will be closed. So think about this. It's going to be affecting your ministry and your plans. And so you might want to just download or figure out all of the holidays. I don't know if you would go by bank holidays or go by school holidays, but I know that my kids were in bilingual and international school and they would end up days off for Honduran and U.S. holidays. And so just have to know and make adjustments in that. And for ministry, maybe that becomes a bigger ministry time. Maybe it's not a ministry time. Uh, Sometimes it affects travel. Sometimes it affects um, locations, all of that. But knowing the different holidays and when things would be closed, especially if you're very remote and then you have to go in the city for errands and you go all the way in and everything ends up being closed. But also don't forget there was an important soccer game, school or work may be canceled for that as well. So then there's other things that can come up that might not be on that holiday schedule. So just be aware of those. Missionaries wish they knew the culture. And so some of their posts were One missionary posted about the lack of respect, cutting in line, customers not always being right, and difference in manners. So you can already see culture shock coming through very specifically for them regarding lack of respect. Another posted about his own ego and how his expectations and self-image would be aggravated by the cultural issues. 
Another posted about how much North American culture was embedded in him and how difficult it is to adapt or adopt a new culture. So I'm going to have a podcast on being culturally sensitive as well as a whole series on cultural adjustment. But these are things that missionaries wish they would have known. Missionaries wish they knew or had a course in something very specific like first aid or sewing or nursing or mechanics or beauty school. So for me, I wish there was a course in emergency medical training because when my son was three years old, he was attacked by a dog at a neighborhood ministry. This ministry didn't have a nurse or an EMT or anyone on site of the ministry to help us. So we thought originally that my son was only attacked on the side of his head behind his ear, but he kept complaining about pain on his shoulder every time he was moved. We found out later that one step in emergency medical training is to actually strip the patient and check their whole body. So it wasn't until we got to the hospital did we find out that he actually had been attacked on his shoulder first. That knocked him down. The dog went for his head after that. Long story short, they thought he would need a plastic surgeon to repair behind his ear, but the skin was still there and they were able just to sew him up. Having a little bit of information in first aid or medical or some nursing would have been helpful in this situation. There's also a book called Where There Is No Doctor. However, please, please, please don't pretend to be a doctor on the mission field and start diagnosing and performing surgeries, but learning some of the basics for you and your family won't hurt. Some other training thoughts for preparing for the mission field that I include in my scouting booklet are just general and basic training such as evangelism and discipleship, learning about computers, office, human resource, accounting, organization, Time management, public relations and communications. You're going to be sending newsletters, emails, prayer cards, videos, presentation boards, website, blog, Facebook. Knowing conflict and mediation training. Mechanics, medical, CPR, farming, teaching English as a second language. Then there's more specific training you can get. Appropriate technologies, depending on what you're going to do on the mission field. Water filtration, well drilling, pumping water, wash community training, farming God's way, aquaponics, energy efficient shelter, team leader training, physician's course, TESOL, food production, and Equip International has a bunch of training courses that you can look up. For children's home and street ministry, training, what often stuck out to me is a lot of people want to come down and work in Honduras with children at a children's home, at an orphanage, at a school, but it's not like babysitting or raising your own children. There are two top issues involved with helping children in a foreign country that I've seen, and it may be different for different countries. One is children having special needs and the other at-risk children. So any training in special education, social work, counseling would be extremely helpful. Again, you're not babysitting or watching or growing your own kids. So special education, special needs, assistant training, occupational therapy, art and music therapy, therapeutic recreation specialists, counseling, social work, life skills for at risk youth, child abuse training, parent-child interaction therapy, abuse prevention, child crisis care training, even crisiscaretraining.org. So these are different things that missionaries wish they would have known or that I'm just adding in there as things and resources. Think about what area you're going to serve in and what kind of training you can get before you leave that would help you. Another thing missionaries wish they would have known was about insects and creepy crawlies. 
And so I actually took pictures the first year on the field of all the different things we came across. An eight-foot-long snake, a hand-sized tarantula, pencil-length grasshoppers, and scorpions. But we were really rural the first three years. I think if I would have known about it beforehand, I might not have wanted to come. People say you get used to them. I don't really get used to them. I'm a screamer, so I just scream, have my husband deal with the spider or whatever it is, and then go on from there. But some missionaries wish they would have known about that first. Another thing missionaries wish they would have known was that not all North Americans and missionaries see things the same way or think the same way. Now, this fascinated me, and I actually found it to be really true. I think it's the biggest point in my podcast called Why Missionaries Are Weird, because we expect locals to be different from us. We expect them to think different and act different. But what really shocks us on the field is when somebody who looks like us relatively, or they're from our home country, doesn't act or think like us. I think this is even more shocking to missionaries who were born and raised and lived in one town their whole life because they don't even have the variety of having lived in different areas. So I was born and raised in New Hampshire, but I lived in New York. I lived in Texas. I lived in Connecticut. So I don't have too many different states, but I know enough that New Yorkers are different from New Englanders. And then in college, you meet a bunch of people from different states and backgrounds and experiences. And then our time in Texas, I actually joke, was part of our missionary training because, again, realizing people were different, everything was interpreted different, time was approached different. So for me, in moving from the States to Honduras, it was not a shock in that sense that people were different, you know, Northerners, Southerners, New Yorkers. Um, So what really started to surprise me was the difference in the ministry strategies and some of the political views because I thought, oh, it doesn't matter where we were born and raised. I thought if we're all Christians, we're going to see everything the same. And one of the biggest areas this came up was the caravan of people leaving from Honduras. So I thought all missionaries would be seeing it one way. Interesting to see a couple of debates happening online of people who were for and against it. And just that difference, not knowing that your fellow missionaries are going to see things differently and act differently can sometimes be a shock. Missionaries also wish they knew to not automatically trust other missionaries. Now, this one was really sad for me, but it is a life lesson to pray about who you can trust and how far you can trust them. This is going to be true with the locals, other missionaries, and foreigners that live in the country because you'll actually meet other humanitarian workers, government workers, and other expats that live overseas that aren't necessarily part of the missionary community. So can we just have some general missionary Christian rules among us? These are the ones I gathered by people's posts that would be good general rules that we practice. Don't gossip or spread rumors about others. If you see or hear something, go directly to the missionary and ask. Don't make assumptions, and even if they lie, it's not your job to judge or spread their sin. Never convince someone to switch their support from another missionary to yourself. Never ever get leaders or teams to leave the missionary they work with to come work with you. Don't pretend to be someone's friend to their face or when you need help with something, and then act like you barely know them when they need help. Take care of things you borrow and return them in the same or in better condition than when you borrowed it. 
Do not abuse nor cover up the abuse of missionary kids. You need to report abuse even if it is a fellow missionary or it may make your ministry look bad. So you can already see by what missionaries posted. I I can't even believe that missionaries would do some of this stuff. And I just kind of made them some general rules we could go by. I'm very fortunate that in the time I was on the field, I haven't run into these people directly. But don't be that person. (laughs) And be aware that because these people exist, you can't just automatically trust people. Ask God who you can trust and how far you can trust them. Lastly, and we'll end with this one, I actually had one missionary respond to the post, I'm glad I didn't know things in advance. Our experiences, good and bad, were priceless. I'm glad she added to her post that she's either in denial or is really resilient. And I would like to know if she is a new missionary because that would seem like the honeymoon stage. It has also been my experience of meeting even seasoned missionaries that some of them don't think they have any cultural adjustment problems. But when I start to teach what they are, they do have problems and things they wish they would have known, but they just didn't recognize it before. Ignorance wasn't bliss. But it is also possible, especially with certain personality types that are very go with the flow, that they don't mind the process of trial and error. So there could be missionaries that maybe they don't to know everything before they go the field. Maybe they're really great with being flexible. Maybe they're great with learning new things. Maybe they're okay with quote-unquote failing and learning and trying again. So what do you wish you would have known before going to the mission field? Send me a voice message or an email. Thank you for listening today. And remember, trust God and answer the call. Thank you for listening to Answer the Call Missionary with Marcy Fenn. If you have questions or topic ideas, please leave a comment or send a voice message. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please subscribe and share or give at worldoutreach.org backslash 349. For more information on Answer the Call Ministries, please visit the website at www.atcministries.org.